Welcome to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks, to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Ranger Boats, powered by Mercury Marine. Of course, shocked to life by Rely On Lithium Batteries. Tailor-made lithium, giving you the most power to help you make the most of your time on the water. Check them out online, relyonbattery.com. Seen a lot of posts lately, David, of about guys wanting to know what's the best lithium. And you know, and there's 42 different answers, right? Yes. There's only one real answer, and that's Rely On. And if you go to the Rely On site... You're going to go to the Marine page, and you're going to look for the RB100HPs. <clears throat> That's what cranks your deal, your motor, right? That's what gets my big Mercury cranking, get it, gets it moving. Just ask Kenneth. He's got one, too. And then you're going to get three of the RB100s. That's your trolling motor deal, okay? So those four will save you close to 140 pounds of weight from lead acid, right, and gel cell batteries and all that good stuff. But if you use the code Angler's Channel. You get free shipping and you get 10% off. So that could be like a huge savings to a guy that's going to outfit his whole deal. So check that out. And the, and then the next question is always, what charger you got? You know, <laughs> will my charger do lithium? You know, and here's the thing. If you've got a Ranger like I have, it came with a dual pro four bank charger, right? It's not out. It's not programmed to lithium, but you can send it back. And I think it's like, I don't know, 90 bucks. They'll reprogram it to what your lithium batteries are. I mm. told them I had to rely on, they programmed it, right? This was in last year's boat. This year's boat, I'm running the Dual Pro Dual Power, which you can switch from your phone, which is super oh, cool, wow. right? Algorithms are in the app, in your phone. You can switch it right there on spot. You can check those out at dualpro.com. The future of marine charging. I just given away two of our best secrets right there on the air. <laughs> First thing into the show. So it is classic week. It is, uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night because mm -hmm. you're fixing to fly out, Mr. Zhang, to take part of a celebrity bass fishing tournament. <laughs> and I'm getting ready I'm to the, drive I'm out on Wednesday. Yet. So as you're listening to this, I'm driving and I'm probably listening to it too, just about past 10 hours. So um, let's talk a little bit about that because our good friends at Gunpowder have invited us down to the, a celebrity bass fishing tournament. I hear Cheryl Swoops, WNBA is going to be there. Um, some guy named Marcus Spears that won this deal last year when I was there. Uh, see Maddie and Tay, which I think you're, who are you fishing with? You're fishing one of those two, aren't you? I, I am fishing with Maddie. Maddie. Okay. All Maddie. right. Have you, have you brushed up on, on the country music uh, I, scene? I, I tried to. Um, and it was on my Spotify over the last few days. Now I do admit I am. Uh, it was a lot to listen to. I probably don't know more than maybe one or two songs That's off the okay. top of my head, but I got one good one though. If they do bring it up, I got one good one for them. Just don't mention Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> they may love Taylor. I don't know, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna take a wild stab and say, unless they bring it up first, don't. I wouldn't be the first one to say it. Okay. All right. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I love me some Taylor. You know, I'm a big Tay-Tay fan. But they may not be, or Maddie may not be. So you'll have fun. Maddie and Tay, of course, Jimmy Allen's going to be there, too. And then some guy named Neon Deion Sanders, I hear, is going to be there. That's going to be pretty cool. Are you excited about this deal? 
I am. I'm not surprised. You, do you know who he's paired with? Who Dion is paired with for this event here? Probably Greg Hackney, if I had to guess. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess, it's probably going to be Greg Hackney. So you've been getting all the correspondence. I haven't. So you 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 know what all is going on, how it's all working. So I know you're excited about getting down there and catching a few fish tomorrow or today as this airs. But I know you're excited about that. Yeah, hopefully uh, I'll I won't embarrass English Channel and myself with my angling skills, and hopefully, me and Maddie and uh, and Co will be able to put up a decent fight. Hopefully, maybe uh, I I know the fish aren't as big, but hopefully I'll, I'll get into setting the hook on a personal best on there maybe. Well, I don't think I don't think their trophy is as cool as the U Pickham's <laughs> trophy, but it might yeah. be. I don't know. I doubt it though, very seriously. So. Uh, but hopefully you get to bring that home. I do hope you catch a big fish. I know when this all originally started, you were wanting to go to Fork for a couple of days and try to catch a PB. And then when this whole survey tournament came up, I thought, you know what? I think old DX needs to go in there and try to catch him <laughs> one, have him a little fun, and uh, see what he can do there. So I'm excited for you. That's going to be a good time. So I know you'll be on social all day tomorrow updating us with stories and all stuff. So make sure you tune in to Angler's channel, uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, or wherever you're going to post it. We're just going to look for you and, um, and whatever you want to do where he's already got his Under Armour fish shirt on. So dude, you're ready. You're, you're, you're primed, ready to roll. I, I, I have to be, I mean, like, well, I got to hop on a flight here and then by the time I get there, I, I miss some of the, the, I guess the pregame festivities. And then I got to tomorrow, first thing in the morning, it's what, so I'll probably get my four or five hours of sleep the first thing in the morning. I'm, I got to represent English Channel. <laughs> You're ready to roll. That's right. Well, I'm excited for you. You can't do any worse than I did last year, right? I got paired with Trevor, Trevor Knight, former A&M, Texas A&M quarterback, and Wes Logan on Wes Logan's home body of water, which the SOB won the Elite this year on Neely Henry, right? So, and we didn't catch a fish. Never had a bite, you know, in the entire time we were there that day. But it was nasty, rain, cold. And uh, nowhere near what uh, what he has had going on. So, uh, but that's uh, I can't wait to see how you do tomorrow. That's going to be a lot of fun. So, you had a big weekend this past weekend. Did a little ten boat fishing. What'd you catch this weekend? You, it looked beautiful wherever you were. Yeah, we were up in northern Wisconsin, about maybe not as far, maybe about an hour or so from like Lake Superior, so that far north. But it's a bear country and everything. But just a little private getaway, just with some of my wife's uh, fam from my website. So just, uh, I didn't have any really any self service really for the most part. So it was no like I, you know, don't hate on me. I, I didn't watch any of the fishing from this past weekend. So I I, can't, I came back home late Sunday and I was just like, all right. <laughs> yeah, you didn't miss much. Oh, yeah. So you didn't miss yeah. much. Uh, some but, guy named Lambert caught 109 to win Group A, and then uh, I think Edwin won Group. No, he didn't. Who won? Shin won Group B. Yep. And then uh, some guy named KVD won uh, won the knockout round today. Yeah. I saw a, a Joe Lee in there. There was a Matt Lee sighting for a little bit, but he didn't he didn't make it. And uh, so a few guys in there. We'll get into that a little bit later. But um, like I said it is Classic Week. Got a lot going on. Our friends from Striking and Loose have already started pumping out the new products for the Classic. Um, it used to be back when I started in this industry twenty years ago that you go to ICAST. And you introduce new products to the industry. And then two weeks later, you'd go to the classic and then you'd introduce them to the world, right? Everybody would get to see what was coming. And now with the classic since 06 being moved to, you know, the, the late winter, early spring, you could really have two product launches. Well, 
Yep. A lot of companies are saving everything for you know iCast or the classic or what, but Striking and Lose, you can go to our website and you can check out a couple of things right now at anglerschannel.com. Striking's put out a, uh, a new uh, Skip and Buzz. Uh, Andy Montgomery uh, kind of grandfathered that deal a little bit or kind of was the brainchild behind that. Pretty cool little deal. Comes with a frog or a uh, one of the um, Striking Swim Baits as well. So that's kind of cool. But probably the biggest news out of that camp for me and this is just me, is they teamed up with our buddy Noah Pescatelli, who I've known Noah since he was like itty-bitty coming out of high school, and he's still little. I mean, he's like your size, David, but, I mean, he's a great kid, right? So he's had Kicking Your Bass – or yeah, Kicking Your Bass TV uh, forever. It's a YouTube channel, and he has grown, went to Savannah College of Arts, and uh, SCAD fished over there for those guys and uh, just been a huge influencer for years all over the interwebs and whatnot. And they have the Kicking Your Bass TV combo coming out with Noah, which I think is stupid rad. So at the show, we'll make sure we get uh, some FaceTime with Noah and get some new product stuff with him, get some video work and whatnot. But stay tuned to anglerschannel.com because we're going to have a lot of new product press releases coming out this week as we get them. And uh, it's always cool to get down to the Bassmaster Classic. I know you got to run here in a few minutes, bud, but let's talk a little bit classic predictions you got uh, – what do you what are you thinking? Have you done your fantasy fishing team yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, hopefully, I won't forget between now and come Friday, but I know I will have to hopefully squeeze it in between, probably at the airport while I'm waiting for my flight. So probably at the airport. I was going to pull it up real quick and see what um, – I've seen they've done registration. They've already got some of the photos up for that, but I was going to pull up fantasy real quick, and let's see who's in what boxes and what groups. And uh, talk about that real quick before we get our guest on tonight, uh, Mr. Brant Grimm. He's going to join us, your All-American champ uh, from Douglas Lake. But uh, looking at, let's see, view your roster. I'm behind. So it's weird seeing only a handful of guys in this. But, I mean, looking through, you got Hank Cherry, Seth Fighter, Matt Heron, Corey Johnson in your first one, Polinick in your first group, Walters, kind of stacks out. you really got to be. And then you got Group B, which is like, Benton, Canterbury, Cobb, Cook, Taku, Chris Johnston, Kennedy, Lester, Mullen, Shryock, Tally, um, God, Cox, Frazier, Gross, Gustafson, Lowen, Morgan Thaler, and C. Um, D, you got Ari Alton, Davis, Felix, jo- or Austin Phoenix, Chris Jones, Paul Mueller, Brian New. They get a little easier going towards the back end of the steel, but the first three deals are stacked. My gosh. Keith Carson, Justin Kerr, LaHue, Lofren, Masayuki Matsushita. That's your buddy right there, Masushita, right? <laughs> McKinney, Schlapper, Sylvester. I know I'm going to pick it now. I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to make my pick for Group E already. Just because, well, I say, I don't know. I'm gonna, No, I'm not. I can't do it just yet. Gosh, I'm mighty. Oh my God, I got to study on that one too. But guys, make sure you do in your fantasy fishing team. We're going to have a big prize for that as well. <clears throat> and that's going to be a good time. Uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a really cool deal for those of you that have maybe, yeah, I'm a little behind on my fantasy uh, on picking on, on grabbing the winners right and getting their information. So I will have that done here uh, as soon as we get back from the classic. So after next week's show, I'll make sure I go back and get the past, I think the past couple of events I've kind of missed or been been slow in getting the prizes out. So make sure I get that done. It's on my list. Been a little busy. Been a little crazy around her and uh, trying to get that all said and done. So. But um, so no classic prediction from you. You're what are you looking most forward to seeing this week 
at the Bassmasters Classic. I know you and your you and your brother and your buddies always go. This is like you're aren't you a lifetime member of Bass? Yeah, I uh, am a lifetime member of Bass. No bias. I mean, I signed up before any of this stuff happened, but um, yeah, I, I am a lifetime member. But uh, yeah, I will be honest. I guess if I, if I besides the fishing, I mean, I don't. This is the first classic. I've only been going since 2011 for the most part, so it's always been kind of warmer not hot real hot and nasty whatever so it'll be my first time dealing with this i don't know maybe i'm 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 hopefully hoping that it's not so humid but um it's gonna be warm know, be, bro yeah i hope you packed your iso chill that's all i gotta say <laughs> I, I, so. I got some okay <laughs> hopefully the iso chill can keep up with me <laughs> i tell you what keep up with you i'm gonna be on the water every day everybody keep up with me i tell you i've got my i got my gallon yeti jug have you seen this i bought a gallon uh-huh. yeti jug and uh, I took it offshore Friday when we went offshore uh, red snapper fishing and grouper fishing. And let me tell you what, that's badass. I, I, I drank a ton of water on, <laughs> on that trip. And that's, I mean, you know, my, I was supposed to drink a gallon a day and um, I'm doing it with that. That's for sure. So excited about that. But yeah, that'll be a good, uh, that'll be good. So. Oh, but to answer your question, well, besides the fishing and some of the, I guess, you know, we talked earlier about some of the new stuff that, that's in, uh, being introduced at the class again. Uh, I hope, I'm hoping that the one thing I'm hoping to, to spot that I don't know if you've gotten teasers or anything about it is, is the, is the uh, mega live. Yeah. I hadn't seen any teasers yet. You think it's going to show up? I don't know. I, Cause well, you know, some of the guys, some of the uh, hummingbird pros were talking about supposedly getting it back in March. Right. March, April, May. Now we're in June. June. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if it does come out, it'll be just in time for some of these uh, bass guys to uh, u- utilize once they uh, go up north to New York for Champlain and St. Lawrence. So I'm assuming it'll time out just right for that, but who knows? Well, it'll be, uh, I- I'm hoping to see it. Those guys always do a great job. They always show up with uh, with some cool stuff. And I'm ready to see it. I'm like you. I'm ready to see some of the new stuff, but I'm really ready just to see some good old summertime fishing. Yeah. I think I think the water's up. I think it's in the bushes. And we talked to Jordan Wiggins on the Alabama Bass Trail podcast last night, and he's like, I went deep the first day, nothing. Went out, you know, shallow the day, day two and three and started to kind of put together a little something. And, um, I mean, he's going flipping and pitching. So I think you're going to see – it's going to be a grind. I did pull up the uh, – the, I was on the Bassmaster site a little bit ago, and they were showing stuff from um, registration. And uh, let's see. Some of the classic – some of the guess the weights that were there, 59-1, 59-8, 65-2. is going 65-2 and calling out Pipkins doing it, right? Um, even – and. Brandon Carr, 52-3, calling out Pipkins. So, 66. I personally think it's going to break 70. I really do. I, that's, wow. that's, that's, my, that's my feeling. Chris Johnston picks his brother, Corey, at 62 pounds. Uh, Zaldane said 18 a day, and Bill Lowen's going to do it. So, uh, mm. a lot of high 60s, a lot of high 50s. Um, Drew, uh, Drew Benton says 76 and a half, and Drew Cook's going to win it. So Wow. Um, I'd love to see. I think I think it's going to break 70. I, I really do, but that's just me. And then Jeff Gustafson says 48 even, and Taku's going to get it. So, <laughs> And then Keith, uh, John even. Cox says 62 pounds, going to call out Keith Carson. So it's going to be interesting to see um, what happens. I am freaking pumped. Lowen's got a number of deals. 
Uh, Fighters got a pick or two in here. Low, everybody's picking Lowen. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. And Fighter picked himself at sixty five pounds. So it's uh, that's one way to do it. Heron's got a lot of picks in here. It's gonna be it's, it's anybody's ball game. It's gonna be a freaking ton deal. It's gonna be exciting to watch. So. I'm excited to get there. You got a plane to catch. We got Brant Graham coming up, our All-American champ here in just a minute. So take a quick little break. We come back. David's going to get on the jet plane. I'm going to keep on talking right here. Anchor Channel. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity so I don't have any late day voltage sags. Plus they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid and they're practically maintenance free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay. You talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase Did i mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping you didn't but even better so hey what are you waiting for get hooked on rely on lithium today with so many exclusive designs and processes no other boat is built like ranger it's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features more performance and the best value the ranger fisherman series from bow to stern this is results-based engineering at its best still building legends one at a time at mercury there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either unlimited adrenaline unlimited fun unlimited weekend except maybe having to go home eventually Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for this week's Countdown of the Classic, brought to you by our friends at Under Armour. Check out all the new clothing styles and all the stuff to keep you comfortable this summer on the water at uafish.com. Excited to welcome in. Longtime friend of the show, our buddy, Mr. Patrick Walters. Brother, I know you're still driving, trying to get there. We're recording this a little early, but uh, how's things going for you? Man, Chris, thank you for having me on. You know, things are going good. You know, we're burning some diesel up. We're heading west. And the good news is we are heading back to Texas. <laughs> um, I really do like the state of Texas. It's got some big fish. And uh, it's good to be back. This is actually my third separate trip to Texas this year. Wow. Okay. So uh, I've been putting some miles on the truck this year. I was going to say, you. Uh, I'm scared to ask how many miles are on that truck now. Uh, 16,000, and I got it in December. I was going to say, you hadn't had it long. So, yeah, you guys are professional truck drivers along with professional fishermen, that's for sure. So, 
Yeah, I've, uh, I've actually learned to get diesel in the back at the Loves now and just fill up back there, and it's uh, it pumps it pretty quick. <laughs> they got, we burn through it just as quick. They got the big nozzles in the back, that's for sure. Texas has been good to you over the last few years, hasn't it? It has. There is just the, the, the way the lake set up, especially Lake Fork, it kind of sets up like home. It's uh the clarity of the water, how shallow the fish usually are. Um, it's got a lot of stumps. I'm usually, Santa oh, Cooper's got a lot of stumps, a lot of trees. It's uncomfortable around that. And I've uh, just been fortunate in the last really two good tournaments out there. I really enjoyed my first time being there at Fork as well. And I'm hoping Ray Roberts is going to be a good fishery as well. Uh, the good news is the lake is three feet high right now. It's like 2.6, so it's, uh, it's up in the bushes. And uh, what I love about going to Ray Roberts right now in June is the fish are a little, the bite should be more stable. You know, they're not typically when we have the classic, it's the beginning of the year, it's February, it's March, they're trying to spawn. The fish are moving a lot. You know, the fish have done, sure. they're finished the spawn. They're just focused on feeding right now. So hopefully it'll be a good classic. That's, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Let me ask you this. I've asked a few other guys, and I know you've only fished a Classic or two, but how is your preparation this year, being that the Classic has moved to the summertime? So you've had, I mean, you guys have fished, what, six or seven events already this year or more. I know you're fishing the Opens as well. So are you more prepared for for the Classic in June than you would have been in March, or is it kind of about the same? To an extent. I feel like I'm better prepared, but I did less preparing. I know that sounds crazy, but uh, at the beginning of the year, we've had the whole off season. Sure. And listen, you give me you give me three days to, of not fishing. I'm tinkering. I'm playing with bait. <laughs> I'm coming up with all these crazy ideas. So when you give me two months, listen, it takes me about four tournaments to get that out of my system. And so when the classics at the beginning of the year, I'm usually like, I'm telling everything's brand new. Like never thrown this stuff before. Sure. I'm trying different blades on things, you know, just different contraptions basically. Uh, just because you never know what's going to work. And so I feel better about this one because, hey, I've got all that kind of behind me. I'm throwing my confidence base. I know what's working. Got the same stuff in the boat. Um, and I feel like I'm kind of more prepared in that situation. And I'm not going to do anything crazy. I'm going to go here and throw my confidence base. Um, what's been working and then just kind of go from there and kind of grind it out. So I'm glad that I'm not coming out with so many crazy ideas that it takes me about three days of practice to be like, okay, Patrick, let's go back and do something normal. That actually might catch a bass. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about how you got here. I know last year, you know, in 2019, you had a 16th place angle of the year finish. And I don't know if that made you mad or what, but I mean, you came roaring back last year and finished third in AOI. And just had a phenomenal season last year that obviously was capped off with a great event at Fork there uh, with a win and uh, 104 pounds there at Fork. So, I mean, talk a little bit about the 2020 season because that was obviously – it was a crazy year one to begin with with the pandemic. But the fact that you guys got all those events in, I know you fished most of the year, uh, but just talk a little bit about that season and, and uh, how that affected you and obviously in your your – you know, preparation. Well, it was really probably started with um, 2019, my first season there, uh, where I had a really good start. Um, I was in top five in points for a good little while there. 
And uh, to tell you the truth, I got lazy. I got a little lackadaisical. Um, started trying to go with the flow, especially when we went up north. And I didn't have that major push. You know, I was like, oh, you know, just small mouth. And I didn't focus on as hard as that I needed to. Right. And then after having that slip up on season one, I was like, you know what? We're not going to do that again. <laughs> that second half of the season, we're going to hit it just as hard. And uh, the fact that it was in the fall, I love fishing in the fall. I feel like we just kind of kept that little bit of momentum rolling then all the way through the season, where that first year I just kind of, just I guess, kind of slipped up a little bit. And that happens. And then this year's, I slipped up a little bit at Neely Henry, but really just kind of keep that ball rolling. But last year, fishing the opens and everything, staying busy. Um, definitely Texas Fest. It's, being able to qualify for the Classic like that, it was just it's, it takes that pressure off, especially at winning that one open at Hartwell. I knew that I had three or four more tournaments to fish the rest of the season. That it's like, hey, you can just go out here and have fun and fish because you don't even have to worry about the classic anymore. Oh, yeah. Which is because, always kind of what you shoot for. Yeah. Didn't you? Because you double qualified. Did you triple qualify for the classic as well? We did triple qualify. That's what. Because it was the point through the open and then. The winner of Texas. <laughs> so you had a lot of guys making sure you fished that last open and made sure you were uh, you were doing what you needed to do, didn't you? Yeah, actually, Ed Lawfer had called me before that last open and uh, was like, "Hey, Patrick, how things going?" I was, "Man, it's going pretty good." He's like, "Are uh, you you planning on fishing that last open?" And I was like, "I don't know, Ed." I was thinking about it. I just, I don't know. Old lady said she needed me to mow the grass. My hold off. He said, no, nah, I think you might need to go fish that last open, which he had a good tournament of fork and he made it in for sure. But he was, uh, I think he would have sent me a gift basket if I'd asked for one. I, I was going to say, you probably could have got a, a tank of diesel out of that or something out of that deal to get you, uh, <laughs> get you to fish that last one so that's uh that's cool so third place in points coming into ray roberts and again third place now sitting in the in the uh you know kind of in the catbird seat here looking at uh seth and those guys just just barely ahead of you but i mean again just dude you're fishing everything you can fish aren't you staying busy with it i am it's just i feel like you really got to fish as much as possible and to tell you the truth i feel like i'm fishing at like about 70 percent. i don't know why uh, just the last couple of tournaments hadn't really been what I wanted them to be. I'm actually in the process of uh, moving home as well, and uh, everything's in boxes. I, it'll probably be in boxes forever. I told Emily if I said we went to Classic, I said, leave them boxed up because we'll probably just end up moving again. <laughs> you never know. But uh, that's why I'm excited about Trail and Seth going into the last couple of tournaments because Seth is a – He's a northern guy. He loves fishing in the northern lake. He loves Champlain. Um, and that's how it is. Like, if I was to ever, you know, make a comeback, it'd be pretty cool to do it up north. Because up north is typically not where I shine. But uh, I feel like it would just it'd be a little more uh, memorable. You know, you got sure. your work cut out for you. And if it ain't hard work, then what's it worth? You know, it, no, you're right. And it seems to me, I mean, I've been in this industry for 20 years and, and you see guys come into the elites through the opens or you see them get in through other ways and in the past and, and, and they've got to drive when they first start, but you know, three or four events in and it kind of tails off a little bit. And then the next year it tails off a little more and 
it's like they had that drive, they wanted to be there, but now it's 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 I don't know, they're they're just not where they want to be. But dude, you you've just always been hitting that stride from day one. I mean, really, since we met you back in college, I mean, you've been hitting that stride since day one, and you've never, outside of what you call lackadaisical at the end of uh, 19, but, I mean, you've, you've not let up on these guys at all. You've just steadily you're, – you're always there. Oh, I feel like it's honestly efficient one day at a time. If you go out there, don't worry about the whole season because – that's kind of what happened in 19. You just kind of like, oh, man, it just kind of felt like it dragged out, you know. But just one day at a time, it's not hard to fish, you know, and just fish every single tournament. Don't worry about how big the stage is. Don't worry about who else is in the crowd. Uh, you're All you're going to do is just go there and catch what you can catch every single day on that body of water. Right. And if you catch what you think you can catch, then hopefully you just see how it stacks up. But uh, it's been good. It's been a good couple of years. I really can't complain. Um, just literally trying to fish as much as possible and keep that foot on the gas, you know. That's it. Yeah. They don't put rear view mirrors in boats, so we ain't looking back. There you go. I, that's a, I, I like that. That's a great analogy. So let's talk a little bit about Ray Roberts. Did you go pre-fish? Did you, did you do any, any pre-practice there? I did not. Okay. All right. So how much? I thought about it and I didn't. I, I wanted to see the lake new because it was, at fourth, we could have went out there, I think, and practiced for a little bit after fourth last year when they announced it. Right. Um, but I knew so much things change, and I like seeing a body of water fresh. Um, I like how new it is, that um, nobody really has much experience here. That's what I really kind of love about it, that it's, we're going to be out there just go fishing, have fun, and find where the fish are at in that given time frame. You know, I didn't want to come out here – because in my mind, looking at where it's set up, I'd have been like, hey, it's all offshore. I'm going to graph the whole time and find offshore structure kind of where I think the fish are going. But they've had rain out here for the last 19 days, and the lake's 2.6 feet high, so there's a good chance they might be on the bank. You know, so That's why I wanted to just be fresh and find the fish wherever they're at when we get there. So it's obvious you've been doing your research on this lake, though. Oh, yeah. You gotta well. I I have been doing crazy research, but you gotta stay in tune with it. You know, I, I every night I spend about an hour or so looking at it. Okay, and like in in that hour or so, what are you looking at? <clears throat> um, I'm really looking at if there's any fishing reports, which there's not, unless you're looking for sand bass. This is like the sand bass capital of the country, I think. <laughs> but uh, that and crabby, they've got them. They've got some reports on those. I'll go look up some YouTube videos. Um, I look at water level every day, kind of see how much it, how much is it fluctuating. I look at the weather. Um, it's just a little bit of just you know, kind of a little bit of Google research. Is just keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Um, don't get too in depth. And just kind of you want to make sure nothing crazy happens out there. You want to make sure that the lake's not rising and it has a steep spike down. You know, because if you get here and you're like, oh man, this water looks good, they're probably on the bank. Well, two days ago it dropped a half a foot. They're probably not up there. Right. So just kind of staying in tune with it. So how much do you put into looking at a topo map before you get there versus Google Earth or Google Maps? Or do you do you kind of spend about the same amount of time on both? I spend about the same amount of time on both, and it's probably a, a scary bit of time. Um, I'd say a total of at least 24 hours, at least. 
combined, like of looking at it, like uh, I want to know that lake and what it looks like before I get there. I can, you can close your eyes and you can picture the lake. Sure. It's a lot of research of just kind of, you would just want to break it down. So whenever you're out there fishing, you can kind of, you still remember something else that you saw. Sure. Yeah, I familiarize myself with it a lot. Okay. All right. So how do you feel that, you know, looking at the research you've done and obviously the, the water level and stuff, how does this set up in your wheelhouse coming up this weekend and next week? That's a good question. It really depends on what the water does. Um, I love fishing shallow, but I honestly don't want to fish shallow. Um, I don't know why. I just don't feel like it's, a, it's harder to win shallow when you can find them out off the bank. You have a better chance of catching more and bigger fish, um, or you have to cover more water shallow. And this place isn't easy to navigate. You know, you can't just run around and hit this pocket and then run to the next pocket. So you kind of got to land on them, right? Um, and that's kind of why I want to fish out. I'm kind of hoping for the water to drop just a hair, um, then just start kind of pulling out and then fish kind of set up just a little bit off that bank, and now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be looking forward to that one. Okay. All right. What are you? Uh, what are you hoping to to find in practice? I mean, are you looking for big schools of them? Or are you just trying to get an idea of where they're going? Uh, so I- mainly, uh, what the water conditions are, uh, and kind of where the fish are at currently. Because that's the one thing about the classic practice is how much the fish move, how much it can change in one week. Because practice starts on Friday, which is one week away from the first day of the tournament. So, so much changes. It's going to be learning how to navigate the lake, how to get around and where the fish are currently and kind of what the water conditions and then watch the wind because there's a good chance we'll be fishing brand new water come tournament time. Sure. Um, so really, what's the clarity, where the fish are currently um, and don't get hooked in a pattern because I had that happen at Gunnersville. I got hooked into a couple spots and we had some bad wind come in there and it kind of blew them out and I tried to grind it out on them and I knew better but uh, I just, that one kind of stuff my toe a little bit and then just go fish brand new water. So I was like, man, you really, you got to fish the moment and uh, don't worry about just certain spots and be willing to adapt. So how much anxiety is there from Sunday night when you get off the water to finish our practice until I guess your next, your next practice day is on Wednesday, but then you got, so you've got, you know, a couple of days off and a day back on, then a day off, and then you, and then you're starting. How much anxiety is there in that week of of what's going on on the lake that you're not on, or you can't see? It's like, man, why are we not fishing? You yeah. know, that's the question. It's like, what what's changing? You know, that's what you want to know. So you have so many questions, and you're just not out there to check. Is the thing, um, and that's why I'm just going to really Monday, Tuesday, I'm going to get a mirage rig to get everything done for what I think is going to happen. Um, go out there Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday is like a half a day. Um, there's definitely a little bit of uh, some anticipation there, but I try not to let it worry me too much because hey, it's fishing. If you're not having fun, you're just you're not going to catch them. But uh, definitely, you have a lot of questions that you you want to get the answer to, and you're not going to find that out until the following Friday. Sure, sure. What um, now? Obviously, no points involved in this one. It's not going to help you one way or another for uh, points totals, you know, this season, but. I mean, um, you know, the old Ricky Bobby cliche, if you're not first, you're last, right? So, I mean, do you, I know it's a $10,000 paycheck no matter what happens, but, I mean, 
are you, you know, do, do you show up this thing dialed in, ready to win that trophy, or are you just happy to be here? I know that's not the 100%. case. No, yeah, it's, we're shooting to win every tournament. I feel like, I feel like if you go for the win every single tournament, if you don't win it, you're at least going to cut a check. Sure. Um, and if you shoot for a check, you just you're lucky to maybe even get a check. You're shooting for the wrong caliber of fish. No, we're going, we're going for the for the trophy. I that's the only reason we're coming to Texas this trip. We were shooting for first, and this truck would be part of South Carolina right now. <laughs> and, uh, I got big bait side on. I got a little bait side on. Um, elephant elite of peanut. So whatever they're willing to jump on, it's just finding that right group of fish, finding that right size of fish, and learning how to get bit consistently. I think it's going to be the key this week. I, I don't know, I've heard there's some good fish in here, but the population's not real high. It's definitely not like Lake Four. Sure. So if we can figure out how to get bit consistently, I think that'll be the, the key to win this week. Elephants and peanuts. You're the second guy I've ever heard use that phrase. It's true, though. It is. No, you're exactly right. I mean, a whale, a whale eats krill. So. Oh, yeah. No, you're... I, I've got glide baits. I've got mags and spoons, and I've also got birds and drop shot tied on. <laughs> Everything from A to Z is tied on. Well, that was that was my next question, and my last question is, you know, give me three baits that are tied on for Friday morning when practice starts that uh, you hope are still tied on come, you know, the next Friday when uh, when the tournament starts? A pencil popper. Old school. I went there. Old school, yeah. Um, a Texas rig worm. And a fluke. Okay. All right. I had three different ones. You weren't expecting those three, were you? You know, uh, what, what, size, what size worm are we talking about? 10-inch, old monster. Old monster, okay. All right, all right. Now, the pencil popper and the flute kind of threw me off a little bit, I'll be honest with you. I like it, though. Yeah. I want to, I wanna, if I can catch them on top water, that would be a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a South Carolina boy right there if I've ever heard one. <laughs> that's the truth, isn't it? <laughs> I watched an old boy named Justin Atkins win one one time on Murray, a big tournament in the middle of the summertime on, on a pencil popper. So I, 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 I know where that's coming from. So Yeah, they do bite that sucker back home, let me tell you. They, yeah. There's been some big fish we have caught on it. That's a, so why not? If you're going for a trophy, might as well throw some big baits. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, brother, I know you're traveling. I know you got a little ways to go. Thank you so much for your time tonight. And as always, we're pulling for you and looking forward to seeing you this week at the Classic. Chris, man, I greatly appreciate it. And look forward to hopefully seeing you on Sunday and uh, hold the trophy up. But uh, I do appreciate it. See you soon. All right. Well, guys, there he is, Patrick Walters, currently third place in Angler of the Year. Finished up last year, third place in Angler of the Year. Boy's got a drive to him. Uh, been a longtime friend of the show, longtime friend of mine, and it's fun to watch the boy fish, that's for sure. Despite the tucked-in shirt and the short shorts, God, you know, they'll be short in Texas next week. So, I uh, think a quick little break. When we come back, we'll, um, well, I don't know what we'll get into. If the boys aren't with me on this interview, they'll be here next week. So y'all hang tight. We'll be right back with more.
I feel like IsoChill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue. And a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, IsoChill. Honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I've been brought to you by Strike King Lure Company. Loose rods and reels. Products made for winners. Check them out online at strikeking.com and loose.com. Speaking of winners, excited to welcome in your 2021 All-American champ, our buddy Brant Grimm from Churchill, Tennessee. Brant, you got to be in cloud nine, dude. That's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, I, I, I've been telling everybody. Everybody's been asking me that. Are you are you still on cloud nine? I'm saying no, no, I'm I'm, I'm on cloud ten. You know, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's that, that's best described it, I believe. So you're you're in Tennessee. What's your home lake in Tennessee? Is Douglas close to you? Douglas is real close to me. Um, Cherokee, I guess, is kind of my home lake, but um, I've always shared a, a special connection with Douglas. You know. So um, I, I technically, physically, am closer to Cherokee, but I, I, I've always, I've always, I've always liked Douglas. Okay, all right. Uh, let's see. Looking at your, I mean, your uh, your little bio here on Major League Fishing's website. I mean, two wins, about one hundred and forty thousand dollars in winnings, and uh, obviously one of those is uh, is this All American. That's that's a big payday for you. For anyone that is a big that that is that is a big payday i think that's a big payday for anybody um um i have you know like when you when you pull up at bio it doesn't show a lot of the tbf stuff i have you know i have fished at basically every rank of flw i fished a tbf for uh you know i started from the very bottom from a from a little club level and and uh fished the tbf stuff went to the tbf national federation uh that that big tournament i went to it twice Right. And uh, then fish three FLs and and the tours of co angler and so yeah I've you know fish fish all the levels for sure. Okay, all right. Well, let's look at uh, let, let's go back and look at day one. Thirteen oh four for day one. Where did that have you after day one? Do you remember? I was in ninth. Yes, sir. I, I was in ninth place, okay. and uh, you know I, I just I may I may have I, I felt like I maybe left the door open a little bit. 
I, I didn't get a I didn't get a real big bite that day, and I didn't catch a lot of fish that day. It, 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 I think I uh, I didn't fish a whole lot during practice, so maybe I maybe I didn't really have a real good feel for for what what I was capable of at this point, and and maybe you know what my spots were capable of. So maybe I maybe I, I was a little too easy on them. Maybe I should have been a little harder on them. I I, I don't know, but. Well, are you the summary. sure? Are you used to fishing multiple day events, or are you usually just? I mean, I, I see a lot of BFLs in your deal. Um, are you are you just fishing one day events? Mostly fish one day events. I fished one year uh, on the tour as a as a as an angler. Uh, so you know those were, were multiple day events, but right. Really, really by far, uh, single day events is what I'm mainly used to fishing. So obviously the stretch is a lot different in a single day versus a multiple day deal. And the old cliche is you can't lose it. You can't win on day one, but you can certainly lose it on day one, right? You can. And and that's really what I felt like I needed to do. I went into this tournament thinking 15 pounds a day would win. So with my 13 pound bag, you know, I didn't really feel like I was going to knock out the park. But I felt like I survived, and that, and that was kind. Of, the day one was kind of survival day for me. Okay, uh, just get some nerves nerves out of the way, and and get get some fish in the boat, and uh, and and you know it, it seemed to it worked out. <laughs> well, day two, you made a big jump with nineteen oh one for a limit there, and, and that kind of solidified your fifteen pounds a day there. That kind of averaged out just about right, didn't it? It did. It really did. Yes, it did. Um, and didn't I didn't do a lot different that day. We had a lot different conditions. We had sunshine, and I think that I think that helped my fish a little bit. I think it put them on the bottom and and uh, put them where I need them to be. Um, and they 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 bit. You know, I had them I had them basically in the first five casts. Oh wow! Okay. It, it was it, it was amazing. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was it was special. And was that the day that Melinda Hayes was your co-angler? It is, yes, okay. it sure is. It right. is, it is uh, it, you know, not to correct you, but it, it is Melinda Mize. Melinda Mize, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's, yep, she was my, my co that day. Yeah, I've known her since she was, gosh, probably 15 years old, and uh, I watched her grow up fishing, and to see her leading that thing <laughs> on the co-anger side was pretty cool, coming into the final day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, so. Did a great job. So, how are you catching your fish from day one to day two? You, you made day the comment that two, they were on I, the bottom. Day one, so. day two, I caught all my way in fish on a Strike King 6XD. Okay. All right. Cranking. Okay. And, like, what, um, how deep are you, what are you, what are you targeting with that 6XD? So, um, I was, I was mainly targeting, uh, little, little, just smaller, uh, smaller indentions and smaller current breaks on the, on the main river channel ledges. Okay. All right. And how many of those little spots did you have lined out? I mean, did you have a milk run of those spots or just, just a couple or? I, I really, I really just had, I really only had three that I was really going to lean on and really rely on. Um, I had, uh, and I, and I had narrowed it down to one little area of the lake that I wanted to fish. I probably had 30 schools of bass that I could run to any time that I needed to. I just, I felt like, I felt like most of them were, were going to be really hard to get to bite. Uh, most of them weren't set up right the way I want them all the time. They didn't pull a lot of current during this event, um, so I, you know, I eliminated a lot of them. But I feel like I, I feel like I had a lot of security blankets available. Okay. Um, 
just didn't have to use them. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I, I I asked somebody this on another podcast last night uh, from an event that was on Ufala uh, this past weekend, and uh, he made the comment that he had you know several hundred different brush piles he was fishing. But I'll ask you the same question: Do you ever get nervous about having that many schools of fish and wondering? if somebody else has found them and what they're doing to them while you're fishing a different school? You know, normally, you know, when we talk about it being used to one day event. So normally in a one day event here, here on my home waters, if we've got, if we've got two, it's a very competitive, uh, very competitive area. I live in East Tennessee. Oh, yeah. So normally if we've got a local tournament and we've got 200 boats in it, uh, normally you've got to have 30 or 40 places or you're not going to find anywhere to fish. Right. Uh, if, if you're, if you, so, this this was a little bit different because it was it was mostly mostly out of state uh, guys I was fishing against. So a lot of the normal community hall stuff was available, um, even though you know I know they had found a lot of this stuff. <laughs> and, and so I, I, it was just it, it was it was weird. It, it was real. It was really it was really strange to to ride down the lake and be like. You mean I can fish right there? You know, I can right. fish right there. Y'all, you know, I was just, I, it was, I was in awe. A lot of the places that I could, <laughs> could throw up and pull up through a cast that I couldn't normally pull up through a cast. <laughs> yeah, that's always, uh, that's always a challenge this time of year, both on Tennessee. I'm in Alabama, so, I, you know, Tennessee River Lakes and, of course, you know, anything you're fishing offshore like that, those community holes get, uh, get a lot of pressure and a lot of new, uh, a lot of new faces on them for sure. So, so 1304 day one. <laughs> 1901 day two and then uh day three finished it out with 1404 what changed between day two and three um honestly on day three i showed up to my to my to my to my main area and there was a local guy sitting right on top of my fish uh. and uh you know and he and i you know he's a he's a tournament guy and uh and i and i flatly asked him if he if he mind if i fished here you know I fished here for a couple of days and I really need to fish here today. And, uh, but I didn't, but I didn't catch them. Uh, I didn't catch them like I had the previous two days. So, um, and, and, you know, I think it doesn't take a lot of boat pressure, uh, on these fish. It doesn't even, you know, if you get, if you get, if you pull up on top of them or you're setting on them wrong or, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty accustomed to, to, to what, what's going on above them now. So, um, I think they, I think they were just messed up a little bit. Sure. Sure. How deep were these schools in? Um, most of them, uh, most of the schools were, um, most of the schools on, on the points, not the schools that I was necessarily fishing for. Most schools were, were in 25 to 30 feet. Gotcha. Uh, and I, and I, and I was fishing a little shallower than that. Okay. All right. All right. So boat pressure obviously was a deal and you're right. I mean, I, I imagine kind of like what we see down here, those fish have seen every color crankbait, heard every different rattle, and know exactly what's coming by by the time we get to mid June, early July, haven't they? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and and Douglas fish, man, they almost. I, I mean, some of some of those kids that they spawn in thirty feet, but but I mean, man, they just they really like they really like to live. Uh, they really like to live offshore, and it, and it seems like it seems like. You know they're they're out there and they go to the bank and they spawn and then they are right back deep. They they just don't they don't uh, they don't sit, sit sit on the bank very long. Right. Remember years ago, I covered an elite series event there and long lining was a, was a big deal. Is that something that's still in play on Douglas? 
long line and it 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 definitely it definitely plays uh, we don't we don't normally allow that our local events have 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 banned it gotcha. um so it's not something that we are able to to utilize very much but long lining is, is, is you know it's a it's a it's a very useful uh very useful technique sure sure so uh grand total of 4609 for the win and uh was this your first all-american that you ever fished this is the first all-american yes so so one for one that's pretty good odds there that is good odds. That is. I, I would like to make it two for two. It would be a heck of a heck of another payday. Well, you're going to Lake Hamilton next year, and um, that's that's going to be a completely different look from what you're doing, from what you just did on, on Douglas, isn't it? Yes, I, I would think so. I'm not familiar with Lake Hamilton, but I, I can't imagine it would set up like Douglas. I think Douglas is one of the uh, – you know, it's it, it, it's its own it's its own little beast. It's you know it's a beautiful body of water. I've been on it a number of times and um, not fish tournaments there, but covered events there and, and been around on a little bit of fishing. And I mean, you've got a lot of different stuff you can fish there at different times of the year and um, and seem to catch them pretty well. Yeah, you do. Um, there's normally a real good shallow bite, and there was a good shallow bite this year. It just they're just the right size was not 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 there on the bank but yeah you've got you can flip buck bushes you can flip willows you can throw top water you can there's a few docks you can flip docks i mean it there is a lot of things you could do there's a lot of fish on douglas i mean it's a great place to take your family and and have fun and a great place to to teach a kid to, to how, how to fish i mean it's there's a, there is a, a lot of fish in douglas sure sure so you um obviously qualified for the i guess the, the toyota series championship now uh with this win uh have they announced when that's going to be yet yes that's on uh, that's on pickwick in the end of october ah, okay any um any, any history on pickwick i i really i've been there a couple times uh i don't necessarily you know i, I don't feel like you know, it's part of the Tennessee River. I mean, I, I I'm not knowledgeable of it at all. Uh, I I know they I know they uh, I know there's a good tail race bite, which I I enjoy. Um, you know, catching some smallmouth and sure. Uh, so that that may be something to something to play with. And you know, October depending on the weather. If it's not if it's really not if it's still summer and not really fall yet. You know, it may be could be a little bit tougher bite, and uh, maybe maybe grass will play. I mean, I've just you know I've heard some things, but uh, I'm, I'm not I, I'm not very familiar with it. <laughs> well, you mentioned you fished the uh, you fished the tour for a year. How long ago was that? Um, that was two years ago. Okay, all right. So, what led you to come back to the BFLs? You know, man, the competition at that level is tough. And, uh, those guys are, are, are really good at finding fish and, uh, I like catching fish and, and, and I, I, I couldn't find them, man. I, <laughs> I just couldn't, I couldn't go to Sam Rayburn, uh, been there, you know, showing up my first time to Sam Rayburn and, uh, uh, spend two or three days and, uh, in 10 foot high flooded conditions and, and figure out how to catch, you know, a decent bag of fish. I mean, I, sure. I had lemon each day, but. They were spotted bass, and uh, and I was catching them in East Tennessee fashion, and that, that's just not, you know, it's just not, that's not going to get it done. So I, I mean, I I was a little, I was a little injured, man. I was a little insulted. I mean, it, it, it hurt, it hurt my feelings a little bit. I just didn't, I didn't do very well, and uh, I just, you know, I like, I like to, I like to do, I like to do well. 
Sure. Now, what is your uh, what do you do for a living? What's your full time gig? I'm a general contractor. Okay. All right. Very cool. So obviously you've got you've got a little bit of time between building and and uh, family to do a little fishing then. I do. I do. It helps so much. I mean, I'm 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 very blessed. Uh, I really am. I, I've got a uh, I've got I've got a good little business. Uh, I've got a good name. Got a good reputation, and uh, I love what I do. I, I love uh, I love building and and uh, making making homes beautiful, and uh, it's 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 worked out well. And it has allowed me some time to to fish, and and it's allowed me to afford some of the some of the things necessary to catch these bass. And uh, yeah, I just it's been I've I've I'm definitely very very fortunate. <laughs> That's awesome. Talk about the uh, the six XD. Can you give me some colors? Give me a little detail. Uh, I, I I'm actually sitting in my boat right now, and I'm and I'm and I'm holding it in my hand. Um, I'm honestly not exactly sure what color this is. It's a shad color. Okay. Um, I, I think it's a. I, I I hate to even I hate to even even guess. I, I, <laughs> I should know that name. I should know the name of the color. And I, and I apologize because I no. I'm a you know when you when you headlined the show you said losing strike king and I'm a losing strike king guy also. Right. So I'm a glad to glad to be glad to be a part of them. Uh, but just a shad color crankbait i i think it's really the the most important thing okay did um was it is it a rattling version or a silent version or did you utilize both it's actually a silent version okay all right that's that's a big deal isn't it it it, it is it is a big deal and that's actually the first time i've spoke of that so you you're getting a you 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 ask you ask a good question i'm talking giving up a little secret so you, you're doing you're doing a good job but uh yeah it's a silent uh and it, and it, it it does seem it does seem to make a difference um well you know i've i've seen like in 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 late here in alabama in late summertime patterns where you're throwing you know a, a big crankbait or throwing a puck like that and you're catching them on a on a rattling version and then you know all of a sudden that bite goes away I know a lot of guys will pick up a jig or a Carolina rig or, or something a little different to, to try to get them to bite again. But, you know, I'm, I have found and, and others as well that you, you make a switch to, you know, a different sound of crankbait or one that's silent. And a lot of times that changes the bite as well. So I imagine that's probably yeah. what's going on there as well sometimes. Yes, that's exactly right. And this that's is exactly probably right. the part where you tell me to go back and edit that out, right? <laughs> no, I I think uh, I, I I believe it's sharing information, man. I, I like to I like to I like to be truthful and honest, and uh, I, I like to I like to share it out. That's that's fine. That's good. <laughs> but you're cussing me into your breath right now. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. That's why I said. That's why I said you're doing a good job. Doing your, but, that's your job. You're but but you know that's that's hard for a lot of guys to make that switch because in their mind they want that rattle. And it's a confidence thing, yeah. right? Right. So that's uh, that's yeah, that's a uh, that's a big deal. So, well, what's uh, obviously Toyota Series Championship on the horizon for you? What else you got coming up? What are you looking forward to doing? Um, well, there's there's a there is a uh, there's a, a BFL on on Cherokee this weekend that I'm thinking about maybe jumping in and and seeing how seeing how that would go. Um, that's really all the plans that I have for the rest of the year though. Um, fishing season is almost over. Just going to get back to get back to working and, and, uh, trying to make plans on, on what next year is going to, what we're going to try to make them next year. Sure. Any, uh, any thoughts or plans about trying to requalify for the tour? 
Um, definitely, it's definitely on my mind. Okay. Uh, we, you know, winning, winning in this, when this biggest tournament has definitely restored some confidence. Um, if, if I was able to obtain some, some kind of sponsorship, I think I would, would be interested in it. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. Well, but I greatly appreciate your time tonight and, uh, congratulations on winning. That's a, uh, that's a massive, massive event that I know I've followed for a long time and watched for a long time. And that's, that's a big deal. That's a big notch in your belt there for sure. Career wise. It is. I, I, you know, I don't really think I understood quite the magnitude of, of this event. And then, you know, after, after the event, I've, Getting a lot of lot of phone calls and a lot of texts and and a lot of you know a lot of a lot of looks at and uh, yeah it's a it's a big deal yeah it's it's a bigger deal than most people realize I think because it's a uh, you know there's a lot of guys vying for those spots in uh, in that tournament and you've got some of the best of the best right there how did you qualify for the for the All American let me asking so uh so I traveled I traveled I, I noticed that Cherokee was the uh was the regional and I traveled to Alabama and I fished the choo choo division all year last year to mm-hmm. get qualified for the Cherokee regional. Okay. So I finished I finished sixth at Cherokee. Um it was a really tough, really tough event on Cherokee in the fall. I I didn't have a limit two days. I actually only had two fish on one of the three days. Oh wow! And uh, still, still was able to to make the All American. Uh, so it just just kind of just kind of meant to be. I mean, it's, it's a long road. It's a long road to get there. And uh, and you know what, what what's funny about that is I did, and I don't think anyone knew uh, that Douglas was going to be the, the 2021 All American. It wasn't until the week of the of the regional that they announced the location for Douglas. So, right. you know, needless to say, I, I was really surprised and, uh, and, and really happy that I was going to be able to, to fish Douglas, uh, as, uh, for the all American little, uh, little extra incentive at Cherokee, right. To get excited about it. That was, that was a lot of extra incentive. Yes. That's, uh, that's awesome. Any other sponsors or anybody you want to thank or talk about on the show before we get, before I let you go. So, so, Strike King Lose and uh, and and Angler Tungsten uh, just picked up a just picked up a new a new deal from Angler Tungsten, and I'm really excited to start that partnership. Uh, I think it's going to work out really well, and and I'm I'm glad to be a, glad to hook up with them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Bud, congratulations on the win. Uh, I feel like this won't be the last time I talk to you on this show. Man, I I hope you're I hope you're exactly right. Uh, I really do. I hope you're exactly right. That sounds that sounds wonderful. <laughs> well, good luck on Cherokee this weekend if you decide to jump in it, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. So, yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks, Brant. Talk to you later. All right. Bye bye. Well, folks, here he is, Brant Grimm, your 2021 BFL All American Major League Fishing. Phoenix Boats, BFL, All-American, brought to you by TH Marine on Douglas Lake. The headline was a mile and a half long, so congratulations for Brant. That is a big deal. That's a huge, huge uh, event to win, and uh, really proud of him for that. So uh, congratulations to Brant uh, and his family on that win. That's that's very cool. Take a quick little break. When we come back, I'll run through the you pick real fast. And, uh, hell, nobody's here, so I might just win them all. So y'all hang tight. Right back with more right here on the Angler's Channel Insider. 
right, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see, probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right, you know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglerschannel and use our special promo code anglerschannel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mentioned they also offer fast and free shipping. You didn't, but even better. So, hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. From dawn to midday to dusk, the sun's rays dance across the water and the sparkling light beckons. The abundant shorelines invite you to play or sail or simply behold. This is where champions fish and families gather to unwind. It's Lake Hartwell and Anderson is the gateway to its wonders. Walk on a pier, float all day, and restore your soul in this beautiful oasis. Visit Anderson, South Carolina's bright spot. Discover more at visitanderson.com and visitlakehartwell.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for the Sportsman's Warehouse Bass Wrap-Up section of the show. Brought to you by our friends by Under Armour Apparel, makers of IsoChill. Stay cool and comfortable this season on the water. Make sure you can fish longer this summer with Under Armour IsoChill. Learn more at uafish.com. I wore it all last weekend, both in the ocean and on uh, on Lake Eufaula on Saturday, and uh, it does. It keeps you cold, cool. It really allows you to spend the day on the water a lot more comfortable, especially when your boater, your camera boat driver, hits something submerged in 25 foot of water, and we have to troll in the middle of the day because he knocked his lower unit to pieces, and we had to troll for about four or five miles. And, um, yeah, that, uh, that worked out really, really well. So uh, make sure you check that out, uafish.com, or also at Sportsman's Warehouse and Sportsman's.com. We'll go ahead and jump into the, uh, the, the, uh, the U pickups real quick. Uh, David's on a plane, Kenneth's MIA, uh, and I'm fixing to be. So we're going to do this real quick. All-American just talked to Brant Graham, 46-9 for the win, three-day total uh, for him. On the you pick 'em side, Teddy Hilton, 46 pounds, 8 ounces. Just almost had it, Teddy. You were right there at it. Congratulations to him. Teddy grabs a point there. 
And on the um, on the you pick up side for for us on the English Channel side, uh, KG Kenneth won that point at forty four ten. So KG's back in action. Uh, I'm glad to have him back here. So that'll be good. Um, finally playing again. Then we can get this trophy home from North Carolina from uh, blonde girl behind the scenes, Michelle Ike. Instead, I've lost my I lost my sound effect for it. I have to go back and find it. Uh, NPFL on the Harris chain. John Hookup Sookup goes. He's won his second. 61 pounds, 15 ounces for the win. They've had three of those events. Sookup's won two. I don't know how he's going to get those trophies in the house because they're as big as, big as the, the hood on my tundra is what they are. So he's got a uh, he's got two of those now to kind of bookend his deal. Uh, I guess he could take and make a windmill out of them because they're pretty big, but um, we're selling for scrap. You never can tell. But anyway, uh, suck up with the win there. Uh, 61-15. David Chilton on the you pick them side. 61-11. Another one almost had it real close. But I got to give a big shout out and a big congratulations to our buddy Hunter Ballman. Hunter started the event Thursday morning, fished for about three hours, got a phone call, had to come back to the dock, put it on a trailer, hop an airplane, and fly home to see a baby girl born. So got there in time to uh, for, for the delivery and uh, got to spend a day and a half with his girls and uh, see that process, become a dad. And then took a small plane, I saw a picture of him in, in a headset, like in a small plane, back to the Harris chain on Saturday morning. And this is the benefit of everybody fishing all three days, right? Back to the Harris chain, jumped in a boat an hour or so late, jumped in the boat, still managed to catch a limit, get him some points, and um, became a dad, then turned around and drove, you know, the 14 hours home or whatever it was, back to Arkansas. Spend a little time with this girl. So congratulations, Hunter Bauman. We are extremely, extremely excited for you and your wife and your baby girl. So we love you, buddy. Congratulations. That is awesome. I'm a girl dad myself. Well, I got one of each, but I'm a girl dad, really, and uh, there's nothing like them, that's for sure. So enjoy that. All right, moving on. Michelle won that point, 56-10 for the Angler Channel crew. So it's tied one-to-one between Michelle and Kenneth right now, but I don't think that's going to last long, mainly because I edit the show and I know who's – I've already done the math, right? All right, MLF Group A on Chickamauga. Some big weights from Russ Lane on day one. And then on day two of that group, uh, Jason Lambert, 109-13 to win Group A and get himself into the championship round, which is airing today. As you're listening to this podcast, it is airing but you're probably listening to this podcast for a reason, and I'm glad you are. So thanks for doing that. 109.13 for Lambert. Ron Farmer, 1019. Thought they were going to catch him, and they did. Congratulations, Ron. You won the you pick them for that. And uh, KG gets a second with 85.02 out of our group here this week. So uh, on down to Ufala, ABT 100 on Ufala. We were there covering this event, filming it for ABT. Uh, always a good event and a great lake. Uh, if you heard the ABT podcast on yesterday, you had two big gators, two new gators up there in the marina. So if you don't go swimming in the marina, whatever you do, and don't have a cat or dog anywhere around there because they'll be gone, or a small child for that matter. So, all right, ABT 100 on Ufala. Um, Jim Leary, Steve Hatfield, 25-26 on the win. Came out of nowhere. 
with uh, a five, a six, and a seven, and a couple others in there. 25-26 for the win. Won it by like four pounds. Um, so big win for those guys with with prize money at twenty five grand, then contingency money. They brought home over thirty three thousand dollars, ladies and gentlemen, thirty three k for a one day hundred boat derby. So very very cool deal for them. So excited for that. Walton Junior Little in the U Pickham scored a point with twenty four eighty seven. And I grabbed the point for the AC crew with a 22.97. So that gives me a point, Walton Jr. a point, and uh, we're rolling on. Texas Team Trail is supposed to have their championship down in Texas. It has been postponed. They had a lot of water. Water river, The lake came up, so that has been postponed. So we will get back to that one at another time and date. Don't know when it's, gonna be, when it's been postponed to. So the last event for the week, the Skiatook Lake Anglers. I know I'm not saying that right. I know locals say it completely different. I surely I have to ask our buddy Guck uh, how it's how it's pronounced because that's where he lives and that's his lake. But Steve and Jim Van took the win Saturday with a 1902 limit. And yours truly grabbed both the Anglers Channel and the U Pickham's picks. With an 1898. So if you're scoring from home, Teddy Hilton, David Shilton, Ron Farmer, Walton Jr. Little, and myself all grabbed a point this week. And we are in a five way tie for the lead to win what? A KVD TH Marine Hydro Wave. Not just any Hydro Wave. My God, it's got the man's initials on it. KVD Hydro Wave from TH Marine. So uh, make sure you get your picks in uh, ASAP. You got till midnight tonight to get your picks in for week number two, June week two. So make sure you get that in. Um, so speaking of which, what we do, the AC real quick. Kenneth and myself got two points. Michelle's got one. And David, well, he's still running a little behind, but he's still got time, right? He's still got some time. We need to do a bet on the show to see what's the over-under if David catches a fish. So 256-535-3217, the X-Zone hotline. Brought to you by our friends at X-Zone Lures. Find out how Brandon Pollinick, Carl Jacobson, and more catch their fish day after day with X-Zone Lures at xzonelures.com. I'll tell you what, shoot me a text, 256-535-3217, with how many fish you think David's going to catch with Maddie from Maddie and Tay in the boat and their guide on Lake Louisville today, right? Today. And um, the closest without going over, we'll put you in a drawing for a brand new Under Armour ISO chill hat and maybe a shirt. Yeah, we'll do a shirt too. Yeah, how about that? And maybe a sticker. And well, something else too. We'll figure it out. So how many fish will David catch? in the Celebrity Tournament on Lake Louisville on Wednesday, June the 9th. As you're listening to this, how many fish will he catch? 256-535-3217. This is an unofficial, official um, little little deal we're going to do, a little dirty between our, amongst us girls. 256-535-3217, the Exxon Hotline, brought to you by Exxon Lures. Uh, make sure you uh, get your, your number in quick. I need your name. And I need the number of fish you think David's going to catch in this deal. All right, moving on real quick. This week's the week number two for June, the U Pickums. You got the Mr. Bass of Arkansas on Lake Dardanelle, single day, 
pounds and hundreds. All right? Let us know what's going to win that one. The Joe Bass Team Trail event on Truman, single day, pounds and hundreds as well. Got to know what's going to win that. The Angler's Choice Marine over on Kerr Reservoir, a.k.a. Bugs Island. My home lake of all home lakes where I grew up. Got my teeth in bass fishing over there. Um, single day, winning weight, pounds and hundreds. The Pots, prior to the south, down on Biloxi Bay. And you know what's going to win it? And greenfish, not redfish, greenfish. Well, one day, pounds and hundreds. You got your Wild West Bass Trail Pro-Am out on Clear Lake this weekend. Three-day event. Pounds and hundreds as well. What's going to take all three days to win that? And, of course, the granddaddy of them all, the Bass Masters Classic. I got to know what it's going to take over three days, pounds and ounces, to win this deal. If you'd like to include, I'd love to know, too. i tell you what, we'll do this as a side bet, right? So on your, uh, if, you've got, if you've listened this far to the show, I got to know how many fish David's going to catch. And I got to know who your pick is to win the classic, right? Give me a name. Is it Polinick? Is it Pipkins? Is it Lowen? Is it Heron? Is it Gussie? Is it a Johnston brother? Who's he going to be? If you nail it, we'll, we'll, we'll do an extra special prize for you if you nail it. So let us know what it is, 256-535-3217. But get your you pick and picks in today, June 9th before midnight, so we know who's going to win, and who's going to do what. So make sure you get that in. We are excited about going to the Classic this week. We're excited about these deals that we're doing, and uh, you guys should be too. Getting away some cool prizes. Wesley Sam's our big winner last week. Gave him his, uh, his Costa glasses and his cooler. Still got his trophy, but I saw him this past weekend and got him fixed up. So you guys, uh, make sure you get that in. This is a cool deal. Got a lot of folks playing, and it's a shit ton of fun. I can say that now because everybody else is gone. So... Well, folks, as always, make sure you check out anglerschannel.com. Click on the tournaments tab for more events across the country. If you don't see your derby, make sure you click on the submit tournament tab. And let us know. We'll get it added to the calendar. We can also check our lakes tab and uh, get you prepared for your next derby. Um, uh, and uh, if you've made this far in the show, we do appreciate you for listening. We do encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. We also ask if you like the show, go ahead and share it with Mom and M. Feel free to chime in and give us your thoughts and opinions. If you listen to this and you see me running across 40 to 30, down through Texarkana, over to Dallas, uh, into Fort Worth, or if you see me this weekend at the Classic, or you see David, make sure you, you hit us up. We'll have some decals, maybe some hats. We'll have some stuff that we'll, we'll be giving away as well. If you see me on the road, honk. I'll be in a gray tundra with an Angler Channel logo down the side. It's reflective. It's pretty cool. Make sure you, you honk at us. Make sure you let us know you heard us here on the podcast. And uh, like I said, you can also share your thoughts and opinions via the X-Zone hotline, 256-535-3217. I need to know how many fish David's going to catch. And I need to know who, by name, is going to win the 51st Bass Masters Classic, the granddaddy of them all, ladies and gentlemen. Going to Fort Worth, it's going to be a damn good time. I hope to see you there. With that, with that being said, on behalf of our guest tonight, the one and only Mr. Patrick Short Short Walter Walkers Walters, excuse me, your All American champ, Mr. Brant Grimm for the AC Circus. I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless. Good fishing. Wash your damn hands. Wear your face mask where it's required. Put that life jacket on and buckle that son of a gun up. We'll see you next week. <laughs>
is good to say. Don't take it personally. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource. 